Welcome to Bethel World Outreach Church. Our values are devotion, diversity, and discipleship. Devotion through honoring God by trusting His Word, praying, and worshiping together. Diversity by embracing God's heart for every nation. And discipleship by helping others follow Jesus. So join us as we're reaching a city to touch the world. Come on, give it up for that. Uh, man, we got a great church. Okay, um, as we get into the word, one of the things that inspired me to speak on the subject that I'm going to speak on tonight is, is something I say in my men's meetings all the time, and it's something that I, I, I speak about when people get in any level of confusion, and I feel like there's a high level of confusion and uncertainty in, in our world and in our lives. And when I come to people, they have these major decisions to make without a clear understanding of what exactly to do. And when I ask them, you know, kind of what do they perceive the Lord's will is, is really um, an uncertain answer. And, and I want to, through what I say today, to bring you some clarity and some certainty um, in your walk. I think that some people were raised to believe God loves them, cares about them, but his interaction is kind of scattered and, and just a, a miracle for this year and then five years later, maybe some sign he exists, but his daily interaction with you seems to be somehow lost. The reason I think that what I'm going to say tonight is in, in important to me is that um, I spent my life in levels of insecurity where uncertainty was my inheritance and my reward. You know, I have been uh, homeless, staying in cars with our family and staying with strangers and different things like that, um, where my future was always this question mark. I never thought I would live to see 16, then I didn't think I would live to see 18, then I didn't think I would live to see 21, and you know, Really, the way I grew up, I, it was all a miracle. And as I became closer with the Lord, I learned that he didn't leave as much uncertainty about life as what I was feeling. He actually is loving enough to deliver to us a higher level of certainty than we might imagine. And I feel like I found some Proverbs, and one proverb that I'm gonna really dig into tonight Proverbs 8 that became a master key to my life. And I want to just read it and exposit some thoughts I have for you that really shaped my life. And maybe over these next few Wednesdays, I'm going to just dispense some burdens and clues. But I feel bad not to kind of communicate this particular proverb to you because I believe it's become a secret to some powerful living for me. And I pray that it is that to you. We're going to start at Proverbs 8, verse 1. And for those who have been a little unfamiliar with my Bible study style, is I'm going to have a reader on the mic reading the Bible. And from time to time, I might yell at them, like, read. I don't want that to startle you or anything. It's just fun for me. 
Okay, so if that doesn't bother you, we're going to just jump right in it. Now, Pastor Philip is a, a normal uh, translator of Spanish, and sometimes if you need to translate my English, I want you to feel free to jump in in the message with me and say what he meant to say was, you know, Pastor Philip, I'll give you full freedom to do so. All right, here we go. Proverbs 8. Does not wisdom call, does not understand. Pastor Philip. I love you. I want to get a little bit, either turn his mic up or just give a little, yeah, just a little bit more, yeah. Does not wisdom call, does not understanding raise her voice. On the heights beside the way, at the crossroads she takes her stand. Besides the gates in front of the town, at the entrance of the portal, she cries out, to you, O men, I call, and my cry is to the children of man. Let's stop right there. Wisdom is something that is so critical that Proverbs 23 says wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get an understanding. In this particular text, wisdom is referred to in a, in a way of being available at every point. The Bible says that wisdom was available at the height. It was available on the way. It was available at the crossroad. It was, a, it, was a, it was available at the gate. And at the gate, it made a stand. At the gate, it said, wait a minute now. Because it was available when you were walking. It was available where you were going. But when you were getting ready to walk through the gate, wisdom stood there leaning in just like this. So you know you need me. You know we need a relationship. You know that every step you take, there's something I have for you. Wisdom is at the entrance of the portal. Not only is it standing at the gate, at the entrance. When you walk through, wisdom says, I, I, I need to say something to you. And the scripture says, wisdom cries aloud and calls out to men and calls out to children. Isn't it beautiful to know that the number one thing you need is wisdom, and wisdom is looking for you. Wisdom says, I'm not going to let you walk anywhere, have an ambition, get to a point of a crossroads or a decision where I don't make myself available, and I'm going to stand in the very place you've got to walk past just to go the way you wanted to go, even if it's the wrong way. I'm wisdom on be there. And when you get there, just in case you don't see me, I'm going to call out to you. Debbie! You need me. David! You need me. Wisdom is the principal thing. I, I, I tell this story all the time, Pastor Dave. I asked my kids were young, I think five, uh, seven, and nine. I, I came to them and I said, guys, let's do the hypothetical. They said, what? I said, what will you do? If there was no food anywhere, you'd been in the house for, uh, you know, a week, you had to go out, you could actually see a box of food that the people left just in, in front of your house, and you, and, 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 and you had to go out to get it and say, well, we, Dad, we go out to get it. Oh, I forgot to tell you something. There's a lion that hadn't eaten either, and he's on the porch waiting for you to come out and get the food that's in the crate and in the box. What do you do? Well, Dad, we don't know what to do. 
Well, come on, you got to have something to do that. We don't know what to do. And I said, you sure you don't have anything to do? I said, yeah. So what you're in is an impossible situation. And in every impossible situation, God has a word for you. There's this lie that the devil tells you that when you come to the end of your understanding, the end of your strength, the end of what you know, that there's nothing else available so that you will give up, cave in, and quit. This is why people take their life. This is why people, when they're in relationships and they fail, they become destructive. This is why people, if they... uh, Uh, lose an opportunity or something goes wrong, everything crumbles because they don't hear the voice crying out to them saying there is a way. Wisdom is not just there at every point, especially high points, entry points, and crossroads. Wisdom is speaking to you. Read. Verse 5, oh, simple ones, learn prudence. Oh, fools, learn sense. In other words, y'all don't be crazy. Learn to grab wisdom. Learn to grab prudence is the correct application of knowledge. Get the information that wisdom is trying to give you and use it. Don't be a fool. Don't be simple. Don't live life in distress. I told you I grew up living my life in distress. And when you grow up in distress and peril all the time, you think about the future as more stress and peril. And so you no longer hear the voice of wisdom crying out, giving you an answer to the way out. And when it finally comes through, you have something to say, that won't work for me. That works for some people. But it's crying to you, But verse 6 tells you what to do when you hear the cry. Read. Hear, for I will speak noble things. Hear, or another way to say this word is hearken, or another way to say this is listen with the intent to obey. It's not just hearing the words. I'm not going to just hear what people have to say. I'm going to listen to it. This is the most frustrating thing. My wife used to tell me that, baby. You know how you say when I ask you something? Yeah, I said, man, what do you think about this? And you tell me, and I, don't, and I don't do it. And then you say, well, why did you ask me? Why you ask me? You're not going to apply the wisdom? A lot of times, we ingest information without actually applying it to our life. Wisdom is not just crying out to you at every point. Wisdom is not saying, don't be a fool and not listen to me. Wisdom is saying, would you listen to me and do what I'm telling you to do? Please. Read. And from my lips will come what is right, and from my mouth will utter truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. They are all straight to him who understands and right. When you get wisdom is not perverse. I can't tell you how many times people tell me God told them something that's counter to the word, God told them something that's 
counter to what brings them safety or other people's safety or what brings clarity and you hold on to a narrative that's out of your trauma or out of your pain and not out of out of his word he doesn't say things that are perverse he doesn't say things that are crooked a lot of times people come to me when they're having marital problems and saying God is calling me to leave your their spouse God is not calling you to leave your spouse because you have problems I'm not saying that there are not reasons why a marriage should end I'm trying to tell you that the majority of time that people go through pain and they want something to end it's perverse it's from a broken place it's from a manipulative place it's from it's demonically inspired but when you get words from God they bring life and they bring peace they bring clarity they bring action steps they bring love they bring faith they bring direction they they bring something that's a firm foundation they are light they are life they are life-giving his path is straight. So many times people tell me they heard from the Lord, but they're more confused after saying they heard from the Lord than they are. You know, then that, it's an oxymoron. How are you hearing from the Lord, but then you're still confused? Perhaps there's something perverse within there or the filter that you're receiving the, inf the pure information to is clouding up your judgment. But when he speaks, it's clear. When he speaks, it thunders. And the reason I have to rest on this is because far too often people are being foolishly led astray by words that are inspired by the world or their flesh or, de or demonic activity than the straight words of God. You know, I think we owe God an apology for the number of times we have said, you know, what he said that he didn't say at all. It's not consistent with the word. His words are straight. Wisdom is speaking to you. Wisdom is calling to you at every point. Wisdom doesn't want you to be a fool. Wisdom wants you to hearken to the vo voice. And wisdom is speaking to you straight and clear. Verse 10. Take my instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels and all that you may desire cannot compare with her. Some of the things you can desire can be compared with wisdom. You ain't going to correct me, Philip? Then I'll say that scripture wrong. That's wrong. What does it say? It says... Take my instructions instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold, for wisdom is better than jewels, and all you may desire cannot, cannot compare with her. There is nothing that can compare to wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. That's why wisdom is calling you at the high place, calling you at the portal, calling you at the path on the way, calling you at the doorpost, hitting you up at the crossroads. That's why I'm saying don't be a fool. That's why I'm saying hearken and listen. That's why I say, you know, I'm speaking straight and that other stuff is crazy and there's nothing that you really want that I can't give you. So don't listen to that other voice. Don't listen to those other words. Listen to me. Wisdom is always there and better than anything. Wisdom is always there and it's better than anything. 
verse 12 says this. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil, pride, arrogance, and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. You know, it's hard to hear that scripture because if, if I'm putting you in my men's life group and I'm being vulnerable, I don't hate evil. I'm sorry. I want to hate evil, but they don't hate it. There's things that attract my flesh. And instead of me calling it what the Lord calls it, I call it by another name. Oh, it's not that bad. Or, you know, this is, this is, this is one of those things that in our generation is cool. That's just going too far. The extreme people, you know, they think about that. But yet, wisdom does not speak perversely. It doesn't tell you that something that's wrong is good. It doesn't tell you that something that, that's bad is okay. Wisdom is trying to get you to think straight. Wisdom is hatred of evil. Fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. And that's what I pray for. Because one of the things that can be blocking me from knowing what to do and knowing what he says is because I desire something above his voice and above his words. And I cannot hear. 14. I have counsel and sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers decree what is just. By me, princes rule and nobles, all who govern justly. I you know, so I, I um, you know, I was president of my high school. Praise God. Why they did that? I don't know. Wasn't sound at the time. And I remember I learned a principle to manipulate the people is to win. To give people what they want is to get what you want. To tell little white lies, to make conjecture and, and promises and, 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 and do all of these things. And so I learned to get where I wanted to go by manipulation, by stimulating the mind of people to believe that I could deliver on something I never had. Into, I, I remember getting up in my speeches. I said, you know what? Free lunch for everybody. That's, they went crazy. My per opponent didn't have a chance. I lied my way right into that office. Didn't do none of that campaign promises. Just didn't do them. But when you rule, and you, how a person rules justly, how a person rules fairly, is their relationship with wisdom. How you parent your children has to do with your relationship with wisdom. How you teach your class, how you oversee your employees, how you work in politics, uh, how you lead your small group, all of it requires wisdom. You will not rule or lead people or rule over the lives of people effectively or correctly if you don't have wisdom. But having wisdom gives you the ability to do it right. When I am leading, and Pastor Dave and, and all of us ministers are, are leading in the church, we're having to lead in the wisdom. 
We're having to lean into God. We don't know what to do without God. We're just like my children in an impossible situation looking for uh, the answers in the way, way out. How can a king rule? How can he decree? How can he be just? How can the princes and the noble people rule and govern justly? They do it through wisdom, verse 17. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently find me. It's not hard to find. Keep reading. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold, and my yield than choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness, in the paths of justice, granting an inheritance to those who love me and filling their treasuries. The yeah. Lord possessed me at the beginning. No, 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 no. So, I, you know, when I'm, when I'm working with my businessmen, I usually go to this particular scripture, and I want you to keep it up on the screen um, just, just for a moment. Uh, I think go to verse... Uh, uh, Granting an inheritance to those who love me and filling their treasuries. We spend time chasing money, people, and opportunities, begging, compromising ourselves, um, spending longer hours doing things than we should. But yet God shows us a more excellent way, a relationship with wisdom. An understanding that wisdom gives you gold, choice gold, gives you enduring riches, and silver gives you an inheritance, puts stuff in your treasuries, and that's just by possessing it. Then why should you be in lack if you have wisdom? And riches and things and anything that can be desired can't be compared with wisdom. Why do you feel in lack? The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, all he has to do is ask God, who gives to all men liberally. When you lack wisdom, you ask for it. And that wisdom is better than money, it's better than gold, it's better than opportunities, it's better. But you have to believe that. You have to believe it. You have to believe. God was giving me wisdom. I think it started when I was 20 years old. No, 24 years old. He started to give me instruction about who I would be now and, and still other things. And he told me, don't worry about money. Because I remember the first time he told me to go into ministry. I didn't have a job. I mean, baby, remember I was in Nashville and I had been laid off. You know, it's hard, you know. And I said, why God let me get laid off? All my degrees, all that stuff, then I laid off. And I found myself, you know, calling day labor. Me, day labor. There it is. And then, you know, how does that happen? And then finally one day I called my wife and I said, Maybe I got a job. She said, what is it? I said, well, it's, you know, I won't come. I'll tell you when I get home. <laughs> Dave, I was selling bootleg, cool water, curve, sunflowers, obsession, Dracar, 
you know, and I had, I had, see y'all, y'all, they ain't gonna laugh at me, Dave. And I had, and I, and I, and I would dress up, and I would dress up in my suit. I would dress up in my suit, and, and I would put all my stuff in there, and I'd walk around Nashville, the beauty shops. Said, hey, y'all, y'all. I had my suit on though. I was trying to. I said, "Y'all want some cool water? I want some cool water." You know, you know, just twenty dollars. You know, I just and and I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. So if you sell twenty-one bottles in a day, you become a rhino. Like that's like you accomplish something. <laughs> now I probably made twenty dollars off them selling them twenty bottles, twenty-one bottles. But I, I remember sitting in my car and I started crying because if you don't, if you down. I did. I, I called my wife. I, I, I'm a rhino. No, I, that was serious. That was, I'm a rhino. I'm a rhino. I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. And, you know, and then I lost that job because they didn't have integrity. And I had to leave it. And I said, how is what you're telling me, like, and God was telling me, go in the ministry. And I said, no, I need a job. And I just would keep searching for jobs. And he would keep it, but I wouldn't listen. He said, go into ministry. I said, no, I came to Nashville not to do ministry because I was boycotting ministry. And he said, go into ministry. And finally, I was just so upset one day because every journal I had told me to go into ministry. I was so upset and I finally just said, okay. And I went to the, I wrote a program, went to the YMCA, offered it free and just start serving. And from that moment of obedience, people saw me and started blessing me and promoting me. I never asked for another job again. Everybody from that point on has asked me to work for them and promoted me. Because God told me, don't forget who I told you you were. And you get success out of doing what he told you. And the path he's put me on is more blessed. Is it always easy to do what the Lord tells you to do? Because we can't see. But wisdom is crying out. Wisdom says you need to do this. Wisdom will save your life too. I was, remember this, this whole point is, um, wis, wisdom will save your life. I was uh, in East Nashville, where y'all going? Where we going to do Wild Jam? And, you know, I spent almost two decades ministering over in that neighborhood and loving people, working with the gangs and everything. And I was in my wild days, you know. You know, I don't recommend y'all do none of the ministry stuff I did because I was, I was touched, you know. It was crazy. You know, it was crazy ministry day. I was just getting out of my car. I said, you, do you know the Lord? No, well, get over here. You're going to know him. I ain't coming around. I just grab him. <laughs> it was true. It was true. Pin some people down, but they got saved, Dave. I just want you to know. If you do, you want that guy at Wild Jam? Cause I'm coming, brother. I'm coming to the Wild Jam, Dave. So, but but one day, cause wisdom helps you, right? 
A guy had, the, the neighborhood had been shot up and I knew who did it. And I saw the guy in the street and I just started chasing him out the blue. He was running. He was chasing him and I chased him in all up in East Nashville. And I got him cornered. I, I got him cornered. I, I don't even know what I was doing. I just started chasing him. That's that wild spirit. You know, they wasn't God's spirit telling him to do it. Just I'll tell you no. And he pulled his gun out. And he was out of breath. He said, James, go. I'm too tired to keep running from you. If you keep coming, I'm going to shoot you. You know what I heard the Holy Ghost say? He's going to shoot you. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I heard the Holy Ghost say, no, they, 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 they. And, and, you, and you will be shot. It's not like, you know, because you feel invincible after a time. Like, man, I ain't going to die. Yeah, he said, no, he's going to shoot you and you're going to be shot. I said, man, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. And I left, and my life was spared. Uh, like a month later, that guy found me, and he said, he, he told me he apologized. His name was, his, his street name was 100 G's. He said, I was so high that day, I just remembered though. I got sorry. He said, I was so going to shoot you. I feel so bad. He said, I was really going to shoot you. I said, you were? He said, yes. I said, wow. Wisdom saved my life. Because he was speaking to me. But what I hearken, what I listen I want, Pastor Philip, I want you to read, I'm not going to interrupt you, I want you to read from 22 to 31. And I want you to, and and the context here is, if God, remember this statement I'm making, if God used wisdom, why won't we? Read. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work in the first of his acts of old. I told you I wouldn't do this. The Lord... (laughs) Before he started doing anything, he got wisdom. Okay, look, look, I'm sorry. Look, ages Pastor Dave, ago, I'm going to turn my ages mic Ages ago, I was set up at first before the beginning of the earth. When there, was no, when there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills, I was brought forth. Before he had made the earth with its fields or the first of the dust of the world, When he had established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep, when he made made firm the skies above, when he established the fountains of the deep, when he assigned to the sea its limit so that the waters might not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was there beside him like a master workman. I was daily his delight, rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the children of man. Mm. Now, what verse you stop on, Philip? 31. Okay. If the Lord would use wisdom, who am I not to? If... If the Lord and wisdom have a relationship, how am I not to? Before anything was made, he said, you know what I need? I need wisdom. I'm going to use the tool that I want humanity to use. As, I'm going to give them an example of what to do so they can be like me. He used wisdom to give a C its decree and say, this part you can go. The chemistry, in his, it's all wisdom. Everything that you see in this tangible world has thought behind it has creativity behind it. 
God thought about everything. This, this, this is why this evolutionary theory of just a bang coming together. No, 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 no. This is an intelligent God did an intelligent work. He used knowledge. He used wisdom to do it. And if he did it, why, why wouldn't we? I have to remember this so often. Pastor Dave, you weren't here when we were building this building. But it was probably the hardest thing I'd done in my life. It was, it was, it was terrible. There were moments where, where we didn't have the money, but we were already too far in. I'd already asked, everybody had already given as much as they can give. The bank gave as much as you can give. And it just, it just you know, and it's a million, two million dollars left, left of work to do. And we just can't leave it empty. And I remember the bank came to sit with me to tell me, like it's over, you gonna, I don't know what you're gonna do, but just, we, we just want to announce to you, you have a problem. And you know, I'm sitting there, and you know, the whole team and the bankers are there, and everybody is sitting right there, and, uh, and I started saying, I went around to everybody in the room at the time and said, is there anything we can do? They said, no. Is there anything you can think of? No, I mean, I got to everybody in the room. And I said, are, is everybody sure there's nothing else you can do? They said, yeah. So we're basically sunk, right? Yeah. And there's nothing we can do. I said, is this an impossible situation? They said, yes. I said, thank you. And now a holy boldness came on me because I know this is where wisdom come in. I said, y'all don't know what to do. You've already said it. And I said, we're about to sit here and witness God. I did this meeting right in my back office. Show us miraculous what to do. I said, nobody speak until God speaks through you. But we're not leaving this room till he speaks. This is bankers too. It probably had to be a little awkward for them. But you know, <laughs> I did it. I mean, literally, we sat there about five minutes. You can't get uncomfortable, you know, in them five minutes. You got to just ride it out now. You threw it out there. And I, and I heard the first one, I, I got it. I, then I correct them and said, you don't got it. God is giving it. Then another. When I left out of there were three ways to solve the problem. When there was no way to solve it. There's something in us that tells us don't trust wisdom, but you got to get a word and you got to get the wisdom from God, even when you're in an impossible situation. Let's conclude. And now, O sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise. Do not neglect it. Blessed is no, the no, one... No, no, no. Just, don't just go that fast. He's given a summit summary now. Listen, he says. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Showing you how I function. Here, hearken to my instruction. Be wise. I want you to live this way. Don't neglect me. 20, I mean, 34. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting besides my door. If you seek me and wait on me every day, you're going to be blessed. Don't wait till you're in crisis. Wake up saying, wisdom, I know you've got something to say to me. 
I wanted to call out to you before you called out to me. If God possessed you, owned you, grabbed you, held you before he did anything, before I start my day, I need wisdom to get a hold of me so I can get a hold of my purpose, my calling, and I can be unabated in my progress because having wisdom is better than money, it's better than silver, it's better than gold, and nothing can be compared to what wisdom can give me. Read the last part. For whoever finds me finds life. You want to live? Get wisdom. You want a good life? Get wisdom. You want to prosper? Get wisdom. You want to know what to do instead of living your life confused? Get wisdom. You want to get out of despair? Get wisdom. You want to get some hope in your life? Get wisdom. You want to finally find love? Get you some wisdom. Whatever you need, wisdom's got a master key for you. Read and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who fails to find me injures himself, and all who hate me love death. It's like he's saying, you know you need to get wisdom and you're gonna get everything, but if you don't seek wisdom, you don't even like your life. You love death. I don't know how good a job I did helping you understand the critical opportunity that's before you to not be confused, to not be stuck, to not live in impossible situations. You know, as a human, I don't always know what to do as a parent, but wisdom must speak to me. Uh, I, I, I got some bank issues. Yeah, I've had a tax bill or two. Um, I've had some confusion. Uh, but wisdom hadn't let me down. You can't lead this great church and not have wisdom. You can't attract this great team and not have wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get an understanding.